Bro. Welcome back to another Fan Friday episode on When the Bell Tolls with Big Cuz. Today we're going to be talking about athletes who stepped inside the sports entertainment world. I hope you thoroughly enjoy our list. Joe, who is your pro athlete that made an appearance or an impact in pro wrestling? He is a several-time MVP of in the NBA. He played with the late, great Kobe Bryant for the Los Angeles Lakers. It is none other than the big man himself, Shaquille O'Neal. Shaq made more than one impact. I wish we finally got a payoff with Shaq, but we did not, unfortunately. He was supposed to get a big show Shaq match at one of the WrestleMania's, and he got scrapped, and they got thrown into the Dockers' Battle Royal. Yo, they were going to have one the next year, and the two couldn't come on, like, monetary, like, value of the match. They couldn't agree to anything. I mean, we got Shaq with Crime Time when he was the guest host of Raw when they were doing that when I was in college. Mm-hmm. Then we got him in the Andre Battle Royal as a guest of this is a, they were this would have been thirty two because they were in Dallas and I remember watching it. And we're like, who in the crap's music is Panda? <laughs> and then and we're like, Shaq. Yeah, and then, of course they both got eliminated when they attacked each other very early. But I would, I would love to watch a Shaq Big Show match. Absolutely. And Big Show will be mentioned a lot on our list today because he has been – he is the guy that benefits and can help these celebrities and pro athletes transition into the sports entertainment field. No, no. Is that – Oh, my God. Shaquille O'Neal. No way. Shaquille O'Neal. And maybe – Talking the guy from the A team, the guy from Clever Lang and Rocky, main evented. I want to say the first two WrestleManias. Or I know, had, he, I know, I know. He main evented the first one. I'm not sure about the second one. I want to say the second one. He had a match with Roddy Piper, but it was a boxing match. Probably. So, I mean, Mr. T, we're talking. Mr. T is now in wrestling world, and his appearance at the first two WrestleManias. This is a great one, and I. Everyone, Gorilla Monsoon here at ringside with my colleague Jesse the Body Ventura. On March 31st, 1985, the world watched as a global phenomenon was born. It featured the biggest stars from sports, music, entertainment, and. He was a household name. Everybody loved Mr. T. Anytime you need me, I'll be there, brother. He was a big star. I added one for Brian that I'm shocked he didn't say. We're talking Carl Malone helping DDP against Hogan and Rodzilla, Dennis Rodman, in WCW. They had a match at Bash at the Beach in 98. We're talking Carl Malone, one of the biggest and probably best NBA players of all time, chumps that goes to WCW for this little promo during the summer. Talk about an impact. And we've got a lot of basketball guys on this. Because it was hot at that moment. Yeah. 
So, I mean, just going off of Carl Malone, we're going to go right into Patrick Bagwells, who is Dennis Rodman, who would it came out in the last dance series on ESPN about Michael Jordan. Rodman would skip practice in the middle of the NBA Finals to go film Nitro with the NWO. How cool is that? It kind of, kind of crummy for your actual job, but I mean, it works. It worked at the time. You're right. It did work at the time because Rod Rodman was one of the biggest stars in the history of the NBA. Maybe not been the one of the best players. But he was one of the most electrifying stars. And the fact that he would be willing to go to the wrestling world and be in a match with Hogan and Malone and DDP, it just says something about both of these stars, two of the brightest and biggest stars in the NBA, go fight on Monday Night Nitro and then it bash at the beach. That's crazy. <laughs> signed with Eric the Shock's WCW days later, with Hulk Hogan a major factor in the deal. The idea of Rodman, a Chicago icon, signing with WCW just days before WWF's biggest event of the year in the same city, made sure that all the headlines in Chicago were covering Rodman's WCW deal instead of WrestleMania. It is, so now we're going to go to the baseball world. And this is one from Peaches, or TJ, on Matt's The Sportsball Mania podcast. He submitted Pete Rose, who I was unaware was the first inductee celebrity wing of the WWE Hall of Fame. When did Pete Rose win? Pete Rose didn't. I mean, this was he was the very first inductee in the celebrity wing. Pete Rose never wrestled an official match. He appeared at WrestleMania 14, I mean, just bashing fans, all this stuff, because they were in Boston. They bashed Bill Buckner. Out comes Kane, tombstones Pete Rose. That's right. I forgot Kane did that. (laughs) Oh, it gets better. The next year, he appears as San Diego Chicken and tries to attack Kane during their match with Triple H and gets tombstoned again, and then it's revealed to be Pete Rose. And then the next year, Pete Rose just had a terrible career at this. He tried, the San Diego Chicken came out in the middle of a tag match. I want to say it was X-Pac and somebody against Rikishi and Kane. See a trend here. What? What what, is, what a tag team. <laughs> oh, yeah, it gets better. But the San Diego Chicken runs out. Kane thinks it's Pete Rose. They rip the head off. It's not Pete Rose. Pete Rose is slid in the ring behind Kane. Tries to attack him, gets choke slammed, or sorry, Kane backs him into the corner, and we get the big Samoan stink face. Gross. Oh, yeah, it was absolutely terrible. And the only other time, because this was quote unquote the payoff, we got a Pete Rose Kane commercial for No Mercy, where Kane was a trick or treater at Pete Rose's house. That is, I, I need to find that. Yes, you do. But Pete Rose was the very first in celebrity inductee, oh, the first, very first inductee in the celebrity wing of the WWE Hall of Fame. 
So I mean, we've got guys like Donald Trump, our president. We've got Drew Carey. All these guys, Pete Rose was the first. How crazy is that, that the guy who should be in the MLB Hall of Fame is now in the WWE Hall of Fame because he kept getting tombstoned after tombstone by the big red machine. There, there's a point in time where you're like, uh, all right, man, cut your losses. Pete Rose can't talk. Cat's got his tongue. Pete may think this is fun and games. Wait a minute. But this is how, oh, not Pete Rose. Good God. No, no, that's Pete Rose. That's Pete Rose. Pete Rose just got tombstone. Absolutely. So we're going to go next to Matt's group. He has Gronk, who we know this year has gone back to, he's unretired, gone now a Tampa Bay Buccaneer to play with Tom Brady. Of course. He, he was the official host of WrestleMania 36. He was a, well, at the time, the longest tenured 24-7 champion when he won it the second night of WrestleMania. Oh, he took it and ran, literally. Yes. <laughs> he also made an appearance at WrestleMania 33, where he helped Mojo Raleigh win the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. That's when he shoulder-tackled Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal. Because I remember he jumped the barricade and the security guard stopped him, and then they figured out, hey, this is all a work. But Gronk was Matt's first one, and he just did it. He goes, why not? I'll be. I'll put Gronk on this list. Wait a minute, wait. It is. It's Rob Gronkowski's up on the perch. Don't do it, Gronk. Oh, my God. Gronk took out everyone. Wait a minute. Gronk is covering Mojo. Gronk is the 24-7 champion. Next up, he has Brock Lesnar. Before Lesnar became a WWE superstar, he was a NCAA champion wrestler at the University of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar was a golden gopher. Let that sink in. But he then, he wrestled for two or three years, became world champion. At that time, he was the youngest world champion ever when he beat The Rock. Then he left to go play football for the Minnesota Vikings. So at one point, the Vikings had Lesnar and Roman Reigns on the same team. Imagine if they just, imagine if they were actually good enough to stay on the team. Absolutely, because, I mean, it was a big thing because he transcended not only sports entertainment, but the entire sports world because, I mean, we've never seen one go back to football. We've seen him football over, but, I mean, Lesnar was that moment where he did leave to go. I mean, we all know he left after that terrible, terrible match at WrestleMania 20. Terrible. Now, see, he went from WWE to the NFL, then to UFC, correct? Came back to no. No, he went straight. He went straight to UFC because he was in UFC from like 2005 to like 2010 or 2009 or something like that. I believe. Yeah, you are correct. Yeah, so he went to UFC too, and where he was the heavyweight champion and undefeated for a while until he lost to what Cain Velasquez. Yeah, I mean, shortly after his debut, though, he won the world title and had to. I want to say give it up because he got diagnosed with MRSA and almost died. Yeah.
So, I mean, the next one is on two different people's lists, which gives us a good transition into the next guy. Both of these people have The Rock. The Rock was a great football player at the U, the University of Miami. U! Decided to, got hurt, got a back injury when he was in college. Do you know the guy who took over for The Rock on the defensive line? Not a clue. That would be the Hall of Famer, Warren Sapp. Imagine if The Rock didn't get hurt. Absolutely. Warren Sapp took over for The Rock. But, I mean, The Rock then decided, you know what, I'm going to go follow in my grandfather and my father's footsteps. Became a pro wrestler and debuted as Rocky Maivia with the Jerry Curl and all those blue and green ribbons all over himself. That weird-looking Aztec garb he had on. Oh, yes. <laughs> so which, bad. <laughs> which people, is, ask him about, people ask him about it now. He goes, we don't talk about the Jerry Curl. Oh, yeah, it was terrible, but it was that time. Finally! The Rock has come back to the WWE. submitted Ron Simmons, otherwise known as Farouk. But he was Ron Simmons in NWA, WCW, all this stuff, where he was the first African-American world champion in pro wrestling. Think about that. Ron Simmons was the first one. There should have been more before him, but it took Ron Simmons to break that color barrier. Mm -hmm. But before this, Ron Simmons was an all-American football player at the Florida State University. The rival of The Rock. <laughs> they weren't there at the same time. but Obviously. I wanna, yeah, I want to say Farouk's number is retired, and he is in their ring of honor. Because Ron Simmons was a phenomenal football player. I mean, just look at him. I wouldn't want to come across that dude in the middle of the field. No, no not in the slightest. So, I mean, Ron Simmons was absolutely a great one. He also has Butterbean, the professional boxer. I forgot about the stupid time of Butterbean. Butterbean came in to fight the winner of the Brawl for All tournament at WrestleMania 15, which was won by Bart Gunn. Of course, we all know this was a shoot, like, this was MMA before it was MMA. That stupid Brawl for All. (laughs) The winner got to face the professional boxer of Butterbean, who was 5'11", 300 pounds, and looked like a butterball turkey. And And hit you with a a cinder block. Absolutely. I mean, Butterbean had made appearances on a lot of TV shows. Married with Children sticks out to me. But he knocked Bart Gunn out in 30 seconds. That's all it took was 30 seconds to knock Bart Gunn out. Like I said, Butterbean hits with concrete blocks for hands. Absolutely. I mean, he only had, I want to say, I looked it up, he had 77 professional boxing matches. Only lost 10 times. Yeah. Well, I mean, so, um, a big dude, I'm pretty sure he could take a lot of punishment. 
Absolutely. So Butterbean is one that definitely transcends because the name just sticks out. You say Butterbean, everyone knows who you're talking about. Yeah. Then, well, I'm going to tell you, I think without a doubt, probably Butterbean. Oh, oh, you see that? Both of these guys got rocked. Right hand and knocked down a punk gun early on. Butterbean caught punk gun with a hard right hand. 300 pounds of power behind it. Send it. And keep in mind, Butterbean. The last one on Roger's list is intriguing to me because he's he never stepped foot on a court, a field, anything. This is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. The professional bodybuilder. You know, the, the one who set the standard for what bodybuilding is now. Mr. Universe. Absolutely. His interaction with Triple H at a SmackDown taping in 1999. He had watched DX take all this crap and give it all to everybody else. He'd had enough of it. He slid a chair into the ring for the special guest referee of Stone Cold, who used who gave it or used it to hit Triple H over the head, and thus, in fact, giving Test the win in the match. And Triple H did not take kindly of that. Goes to attack Arnold. Triple H swings on Arnold. Arnold ducks and essentially pimp slaps Triple H to the ground and then just gives him one, two, just climbs on top of him and starts knocking the crap out of him. I mean, I mean, look at the impact Arnold had later on. I mean, look at, what was it, WrestleMania 31, Triple H's entrance was the Terminator stuff. Absolutely. And after he hit Triple H, Jerry the King Lawler on air says Triple H has been terminated. So. Oh my God. <laughs> yes, it just worked perfectly with that. So thank you, Roger, for all of those. Now, what are you going to do? Wait a minute. Triple H. To stay with the Triple H angle and the DX angle, we're going to put up Mike Tyson. At the the time, was the baddest man on the planet. Still carries that moniker today. He came in... I I wouldn't want want to get on his bad side. Oh, no. Came in to help DX against Stone Cold Steve Austin. And he was the special guest enforcer for Austin HBK at WrestleMania. Where it came to the end where he just he punched the crap out of Shawn Michaels. Dropped him like a sack of hammers. Allows Stone Cold to get the win. Tears his shirt off to reveal a Stone Cold shirt. in Austin 316. One of the greatest moments. And then we sort of got that recently with AEW. Where he was the one that presented the AEW TNT Championship. And had a little interaction with all these other people. And then the next night on, or the week on Dynamite, has a little run-in with Chris Jericho when he brings all these MMA guys and all this stuff. I don't know if we're ever going to get a payoff for that, but 
Tyson. Uh, it does not appear so because it appears now we're getting Jericho and Orange Cassidy. So I mean, Tyson transcended the world because that was a huge thing. Professional boxer, who was the baddest man on the planet, just knocked out Shawn Michaels. Michaels standing up for the baddest man on the planet. Yeah. So, speaking of knocking out, we're going to go to Tyson Fury. Just last oh. just last year, he had a program with the now Universal <clears throat> Champion, Braun Strowman. And they had a nice little, they had a pretty decent match at the Saudi show. Probably Super Showdown. I can't remember which one it is. They're all Super Showdowns at one point. Super Showdown, I think. Yeah. And he legit knocks Braun Strowman silly. I don't know if it was supposed to end in a countout, but he knocked the crap out of Braun Strowman. He didn't look great in the wrestling match at all. Oh. But he, I think he legitimately knocked the crap out of Braun Strowman because Braun didn't know where he was. So, I mean, Tyson Fury is one for me that he stuck out because unlike Kane Velasquez's short run in WWE, Tyson Fury made an impact. He actually won his match. So, Cain Velasquez, that was your little blurt because we didn't include you on this list. Yeah, because he really didn't do anything but have a two-minute match with Brock Lesnar. Absolutely. So, before Tyson Fury, not so much, but a well-placed kick right to the face. One. You're Tyson Fury to take a kick. Well, I guess not. The answer to my question is to say you take a Look at this. Out victory in your first match. And Strowman going to make a pay. Drives him right into the apron and drops Tyson Fury and a right hand by Strowman. So, next up, we talked earlier about the Big Show getting involved here. Next couple of mine are Big Show people. We're going to go Floyd Money Mayweather at WrestleMania when he knocks out the Big Show via brass knuckles from one of his security guards. What was that, 24? I believe so. Yes, it was. Yes. Because that, that was Flair's last one. So, I mean, we got – I mean, the size difference alone is astronomical. And I want to say it was two weeks before that on Monday Night Raw when he legit broke Big Show's nose. Yeah. I mean, he just hit him with a one-two real quick, and Big Show's nose was just, like, broken in half. It was very ugly looking. But Big Show was able... The best payoff The best payoff of that whole thing was the week after that, Big Show has this huge bruise on his cheek. Absolutely. I mean, he got hit with brass knuckles. So, but Big Show is able to take these celebrities and give pretty decent matches out of them. If someone calls Floyd Mayweather out, I have to retaliate. So, like I said, next up on our list is Aki Bono. Do you remember this match? The sumo match. Absolutely. At WrestleMania. It was like a 10-minute match. Well, it, One time I didn't need to see Big Show in a sumo diaper. Absolutely. I mean, I would have loved this would have been Rikishi's spot. But Aki Bono is the first U.S.-born sumo wrestler to reach the level of Yokozuna, which is the highest level of sumo wrestler. Not the guy who wrestled. But, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, this is the time where Big Show's touting he is the biggest athlete in the world. 
and Akibono comes in and beats him at WrestleMania. But, I mean, Big Show is able to take these celebrities and give pretty decent programs with them. Always has been able to. But that shows how careful of a worker he is in the ring. Again, the collision. Big Show trying to use those thrusting techniques. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Akibono trying to back Big Show up here. Big Show. So the next one on my list is a ex-professional football player. Fought in, appeared in WWE first at WrestleMania 11, which is one of my last ones. This is Steve Mongo McMichael. One of the, uh, at some point he became a four horseman. He showed up in WCW as a broadcaster and all stuff and then went on to hold the I want to say U.S. title at one point in WCW, but he challenged and called out Reggie White at Slamboree in 1997. Mongo McMichael beat Reggie White at Slamboree in 97, but he then went on to become a member of the legendary Four Horsemen. Him along with like 19,000 other people. You're correct. But I thought Mongo McMichael (laughs) was so cool, but just because I love saying Mongo. Such a Mongo. such a great name. Go ahead in Philadelphia have heard Reggie White wants to come into the ring in the WCW with Mongo. How about that? parade of NFL superstar. I'm talking Lawrence Taylor, man who main evented WrestleMania 11 with Bam Bam Bigelow. I mean, he had guys out there in his party because this was against the Million Dollar Corporation that had guys like Tatanka and King Kong Bundy and all this stuff. But LT brought out guys like Reggie White, Chris Spielman, Mongo McMichael, Ken Norton Jr., who went on to fight in WCW. Carl Banks, a lot of probably a lot of these guys you've never heard of. Ricky, G- I have heard of like uh, like two of those people. Ricky Jackson, but LT, the scariest man to ever chase a quarterback down in football, had a little program with Bam Bam. And this, of course, this is in New York, so it made sense. We had the guy from Asbury Park versus Lawrence Taylor, the face of the New York Football Giants, in the main event of WrestleMania 11. 
Now, was it a technical match by any means? No. No, it was not. No. But I just finished watching the match. They talked the whole match about how Diesel had trained Lawrence Taylor. Well, it was quite evident because he won off a jackhammer or jackknife. Modified, obviously, because that's a lot of dude to pick up in Bam Bam. That's a, a Bam Bam is a lot of dude to pick up. But, I mean, LT ate a lot of moves. He ate more than one uh, oh, flip off the top rope. All this stuff, I mean, uh, Moonsault, that's what it was, Moonsault, there we go. But he took more than one of those from Bam Bam. So, I mean, LT not only was able to dish out pain, because, I mean, he hit Bam Bam early. Lawrence Taylor, ladies and gentlemen, on the rope, and... He caught him! I mean, how many pro athletes come in and main event the biggest show of the year? Not many. Oh, unless you're Brock Lesnar. I mean, in reality, we take Lesnar off this list. We have two guys on our list that went on to main event of WrestleMania. Outside of The Rock. We take Rock and Lesnar off. We have uh, Mr. T... And LT are the only two athletes that crossed over to main event the biggest show of the year. Thank you for tuning in again to another Fan Friday episode. I hope you have thoroughly enjoyed our list and rundown of athletes who have appeared in the sports entertainment and wrestling world. Thank you again for all your support. And remember, when the bell tolls, the match is over.